Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Melissa, it's on. You are fired up, and I, I missed miss part of it. Day. Yeah, I should say. Well, you, you know what? First of all, let's get this pleasantries away. You're listening to Weather Insider, Friday, January 28th. Bernie Rain and Melissa Concepter. Listen, these East Coast storms, you know what they do to me. I had to pump up extra on my anti anxiety medicine this week, worrying about this storm because East Coast storms are very tricky because of where the storm track is. A miss and a hit. You're only talking about 50 miles. Um, I well, believe- it, let's clarify for cities that involve millions of people going yeah. either way. Millions of people seeing six inches yeah. of snow yeah. or no snow. Or that's no snow. that's the 50 now, miles either way. You, you can make that argument for any storm. I get it. But for such a high population of the I-95 corridor, these storms are very difficult. Um, high stress inducing for Bernie very high his stress. social media following. Oh, it, you know, especially in social media and especially, you know, for us, we're, you know, we're not forecasting in a small area. We have we have responsibility for the entire storm area. But, you know, uh, and I've seen this over the years that with East Coast storms, I, I don't know if I came up with this, but I, I used the term windshield wiper effect. And it's, it's a way in which the modeling goes east and west on the storm. And it's it's and it's not that the models are poor. I think the models are a marvel. I mean, think about this. They were hinting at this East Coast snowstorm for well over a week. I mean, that's all you can ask for a tool to Mm -hmm. provide you. The problem is people want to use the models as the answers and they were never designed to do that. But, you know, let's remember about. Two days ago, we had a big East Coast snowstorm. Then the models went farther east. Every A lot of people said it wasn't going to happen. Then it came farther. That's the windshield wiper effect. But as we talked about, and you and I were getting into this yesterday, the key was, is the energy dropping out of the Canadian prairies into the western side of this trough? If it were to happen, and, and we thought that it would be, that would slow down the trough, that would strengthen the trough, and that would cause the storm, instead of being east, to come farther west. And although the storm's not over, and you never spike and taunt at halftime, I think the handwriting's on the wall with this. So you're saying turns west? Yeah. It's yeah. a big snowstorm. I will say, I felt like in the past couple of days, the front the Northern energy, I think, as you call it. And mm-hmm. part of that association, it modeling started to trend with more and more enhancement of yes. that. Yes. So that, that should have been probably the first sign, I guess, yeah. really is just well, how much it was hitting, picking yeah. up that. And that energy too was over land. Uh, so sure. we were, modeled. we were, we were learning more about that because 
as we all kind of may or may not know, uh, models tend to struggle when you're talking about having energy, say, over the middle of the Pacific. Oftentimes, we don't get a whole lot of data until uh, things come over land. Once that piece of energy is over land, we can put weather balloons up into it and measure all the layers of the atmosphere. And that is so critical for some of these types of storm systems that, again, you hear us talk sometimes, well, it's still not overland. It's still out in the Pacific or it's still out in the Atlantic. We don't know as much. We can only do so much with either ship data or other satellite information. I'm on board. This is a huge storm. It's a huge storm. Now, New York City and Philadelphia, you're on the western edge of this. This, The biggest snows are not for you. Having said that, Philadelphia is going to at least get six inches of snow. I think they're going to end up with about six, seven, eight inches of snow. New York City, it, we've never changed our six to 12. They are locked in that six to 12 inch area. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But the 12 inch line is going to come west toward the city. Uh, right now, we're, our thinking is that most of central and eastern Long Island, the Jersey Shore, the eastern shore of Maryland, Delaware, all the way down towards Shinkatink, Virginia, along the coast, is going to get at least a foot of snow with this. And I can see how Norfolk, Virginia, while I don't think you're going to get a foot, I can see how they get nine, 10 inches of snow out of this as this storm really intensifies off the coast. That's a double whammy for them because they got almost yeah. their entire season's worth of snow the other week. Yeah. yeah, a week ago. It was a week ago. Yeah. It was a week ago that we were talking about, uh, you know, the storm and then what could happen. Um, the w- w- What's happening is, is the upper level O is strengthening farther south off the Delmarva Peninsula, off the Jersey Shore. So that pulls the storm west. And then that puts New York City into it. Now, as we've highlighted all week, you know, people have told me, and I've said this, you know, because you know how I tend to repeat myself, New England, New England, New England, New England. I mean, that's where I think the worst of this storm is going to be. Um, I actually think the highest snowfall amounts, which will probably be around three feet, will be just to the west of Boston. Because I think the upper low now has come far enough east that at times I think you're going to get DDT'd, the dreaded dry tongue, into the Cape and in the Boston for a little bit. Now, listen, we have one to two feet in Boston, but mm-hmm. I think that 24 to 36 inches, you know, where you're going to get two to three inches per hour, thunder, lightning, I can see that, is going to be just west of Boston. Um, but Boston itself, you know, I could see. I end up with two feet of snow with this. But, you know, the big thing is whether it's two feet of snow or three feet of snow, you won't be able to measure it because the winds are going to be is that hellacious that it's just going to blow it around. Yeah. And that's going to create possibly we're, we've been talking about blizzard conditions there yeah, along yeah. the coast, um, potentially more power outages. And I've, yeah. I've heard I don't know if we've confirmed this, but I've heard there's evacuations for some of, I guess, the coastal areas of Massachusetts. I, you know, I wouldn't doubt it just because of not so much of the snow, because of the coastal flooding and beach erosion that mm-hmm. we're going to get with this, you know, wind you, water. Yeah. The way you don't think of a blizzard as, as, as coastal, but this is going to be such a strong storm that during, especially during times of high tide, you're going to have inundation. I, I, I don't know if I want to call it a storm surge or just call it mm-hmm. inundation, but because of this storm is going to be rapidly intensifying. And we were, we're talking about a nine sub nine eighty millibar low. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's an intense storm. And I think that's going to move water and cause coastal inundation. There's no question about that. 
uh, on top of the snow, the blowing snow. And, you know, you really, if you think about it, from eastern Maine, eastern Massachusetts, central and eastern Long Island, I think it's just eastern New York City, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, coastal areas down to that uh, southeastern parts of Virginia, just north of Norfolk. This is a blizzard and things will get shut down Saturday. And for eastern New England, to put it in perspective, not that you can relate them any way, but living in Mobile, Alabama, and also dealing with nor'easters at the Jersey Shore and things like that, sometimes these storms are kind of like a weak hurricane yeah. in a matter of the wind, no what question. they do to the water and the coastline. Now, obviously, there's a lot of differences in how the storms form and what they do, but they do have cold air, too, and that when power outages go out, there's no heat, and that's a big mm-hmm. deal. It's a big storm. Get ready for it. Um, make sure you check out AccuWeather.com. We have stories on that. Um, and I hope everybody stays safe. Uh, if you live in this area Saturday, stay home. If you're going out to prepare today, do be mindful of that Arctic boundary that's coming east. We already have some snow and snow showers. And there's going to be slippery travel. Boston, Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, this is not your storm. But with the Arctic boundary that enhances, I think you're going to get two to four inches of snow. And I could see five or six. I could see that. So get ready for that. It's on the way. Uh, There's no way around it. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 